Well, good morning. Good to see each of you here on this beautiful Sunday morning. If you have your Bible with you, you can go ahead and open there to the book of Ecclesiastes in chapter 12. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 is uh, where we are going to at least begin in our study together this morning. You know, every season of life that God gives us here upon this earth is good. But I think the days of one's youth perhaps are some of the best days of one's life. At least, I believe that they can be. Generally speaking, when we are young, our minds are sharp, our, our bodies are strong, our energy level is high, and most of the days of our life are ahead of us. Of course, we, none of us know how long we're going to live, but generally speaking, that is true of the days of youth. And if the young remember God, this season of, of life can be very pleasant. It can be a season of life that is full of joy. But if the young forget God, these days will be days that are full of sorrow and days that are full of pain. So in this session this morning, what I want to do is speak especially to uh, the young crowd among us, and you can decide for yourself if you're in that group or not. But I, I want to urge those who are young in years to do what the wise man encouraged them to do, to remember their creator in the days of their youth. And that's exactly what the writer says to us here in Ecclesiastes 12 and verse 1. He says, remember also your creator in the days of your youth before the evil days come and the years draw near when you will say, I have no delight in them. What I want us to do this morning is just to think about what is said there in that one verse, to kind of break it down into uh, several different parts and to consider what is actually being said to those who are young, and then to think about how you do that practically in your life. So the first thing, of course, that the wise man says is to the young to remember. In the previous two verses, and I, I don't know if you remember this or not, but it's been about five months ago, back in February, uh, we looked at a, at, a, at a lesson from the last two verses of Ecclesiastes 11, verses 9 and 10, and thought about uh, the, the message that the wise man was giving to young people there to rejoice in the time of youth, but also to remove pain from your body, to uh, get things out of your life that would stand between you and God that would not allow you, in essence, to rejoice. So here, the wise man's already instructed the young people to rejoice, to remove. And now, as we come to chapter 12 and verse 1, he is instructing those who are young to remember. I think this is one of those occasions in Scripture where it is kind of unfortunate that we have a chapter break between Ecclesiastes 11 and Ecclesiastes 12, because I think the thought certainly continues here. As we age, of course, our ability to remember and to recall information readily, maybe to remember or to recall events or to remember or recall people in our lives, it begins to diminish. But when we are young, generally speaking, our ability to remember and to recall it's at an all-time high. Uh, you don't have to look very far. You can just look at the young people in this congregation. I can look at my own children. And even though they are very young, and sometimes we talk about things that have happened in the past, and 
Uh, for them, you know, five years can be half of their life at this particular point. They may not remember something, but they can remember something a year or two ago and remember a lot of details about some event or some uh, person that was in our life that maybe I don't remember all of those details. But when you're young, your mind, generally speaking, is very sharp. And you can remember, you can recall lots of things that perhaps as you get older, it becomes a little bit more difficult to do. And so the first admonition or the first encouragement, I believe, that the wise man is giving to those who are young is young people right now in this season of life, while your mind is very much uncluttered from all the distractions of life, from all the issues of life, from all the challenges and problems and difficulties of life that you will have to deal with as life goes on, now remember your God, remember your Creator. And that's the second thing that the wise man says to those who are young, that you need to remember your creator. Young folks, you need to know that, that God is the creator. He is the creator of all that we see and even things perhaps that we have not been able to see or to observe, even with all the technology and advancements in, in all of those realms that we have experienced in our lifetimes, that there are still, I'm sure, things out in the universe that, that we have not seen yet demonstrations and evidence of God being the creator. And certainly the Bible tells us at the very beginning that God created the heavens and the earth. God is the creator. But young people and all of us need to remember not only is God the creator, but God is our creator. Young folks, God is your creator. You are not the product of chance, as our culture, our world today would tell us. You are not an insignificant speck on the evolutionary radar screen. You are not some just minute thing out here floating around in the universe that God doesn't care anything about, that God doesn't know anything about. You are the crown of God's creation. And I believe that's one point that Scripture makes to us, not only in the book of Genesis in chapter 1 and 2, that mankind, humanity, is the crown. It is the pinnacle of God's creation. But you can think about passages like Psalm 8. You know, what is man that God would take note of him? And yet God does. God does in all the vastness of all the universe that God has created. God takes notice of us because we are the crowning jewel, if you will, of his creation. Our world, again, will tell you as a young person, no, you're just kind of insignificant. You're just a blob of cells that has happened to come together. And there's really nothing more to who you are than that. But the Bible and the wise man here is reminding you, you have a creator. He is your creator. And so even as a young person, you have the responsibility, the wise man is saying here in Ecclesiastes 12 and verse 1, to remember your creator to recall your creator, not just to know that there is a creator or that he created you, but to remember him. And we'll talk a little bit more here in a few moments about what that means practically every day in your life. And thirdly, the wise man says to those who are young, to remember your creator in the days of your youth. The, the wise man, of course, going back to the last few verses of chapter eight, as we looked at several months ago, uh, he uses se several different terms here to describe this season of life. But he says this time of life can be described as being childhood. 
I think we have some here in this congregation who would fit into that category of still being in childhood. He, he describes this time of life as young manhood or young womanhood. And we have some in this congregation who would fit into that time period that you are a teenager, that you are moving into adulthood, maybe even in your earlier mid-20s. He describes this time of life as being the prime of life. Not to say that other seasons of our life can't be good, but he describes this time of youth as being the prime of life. It is a season of life before the days of darkness come, as the wise man speaks of in Ecclesiastes 11 and verse 8. It is a time of life before the evil days, as he mentions here in chapter 12 and verse 1, or depending upon what translation you're reading from, the difficult days, or the NIV says the days of trouble. It is that time, that season of life before the days of trouble come. Again, old, old age, it's not all bad. I'm not there yet, <laughs> but it's not all bad. But, but, but old age can often bring trouble of all kinds. As you continue reading here in Ecclesiastes 12, especially verses 2 through 7, in my mind, that, that is a picture of the aging process, that there can be pain of all kinds, that there can be challenges of all kinds. It could be physical pain. It could be mental pain. It could be emotional pain. It could even be spiritual pain. It could be relationships that people have enjoyed for decades in their life and those relationships no longer exist. They have gone by the wayside. So young people, don't put off remembering your creator until you are, quote, older. You know, until maybe things become more settled in your life. It may be that you're thinking in your mind, yeah, I know I need to remember my creator while I'm young, but first of all, I've got to graduate from high school. But after I do that, then I'll remember my creator. Or I've got to graduate from college or I've got to get out and get a job and, and be established in the work world. Or I've got to find someone to marry or if I'm already married as a young person, I've got to wait till I start a family. We can think of all kinds of reasons to put off remembering our creator in the days of our youth and to think, well, I'm gonna kind of live for myself now, but one day I'll get around to being serious about God. But here is the wise man giving you God's wisdom as a young person. Don't put that off. Remember your creator now in the days of your youth, because if you put that off one day, you may say, as the wise man says to us here in chapter 12 and verse one, I have no delight in them. You, you may reach a point in your life if you don't establish that foundation now that you're going to seek God, that you're going to remember God now while your mind is sharp, while your body is strong, while you're full of life and energy, if you don't make the decision now that you're going to remember your creator, you may get to a point in life, you had good intentions to remember God when things kind of worked out in your mind, in your life. But you may reach a point where you say, I don't have any delight in God. So remember your creator now. The wise man is encouraging you before the difficult days come. So how do, how do you do that as a young person? Well, I think there's lots of ways that, that the scriptures tell us that we can remember God in whatever season of life we're in. But I, I just want to give you three to think about uh, specifically this morning. Number one, you can remember your creator by getting to know God in the word. And this is really how we come to remember God. This is how we keep God in the forefront of our mind wherever we are in life. 
I want you to go, if you have your Bible with you, to the Psalms for just a moment, to Psalm 119. Psalm 119, just a great psalm about God's Word and how all of us uh, need to uh, have a good association with God's Word. And we can seek God Himself, the author of the Word, as we come to the Word and spend time with the Word and let the Word work in us. But Psalm 119, uh, the psalmist here at the kind of at the beginning of the psalm, has some words to say, especially to those who are young, about how they can remember God, their creator, in the days of their youth. Notice what he says here in this section, beginning at verse 9. He says, How can a young man keep his way pure? By keeping it according to your word. With all my heart I have sought you. Do not let me wander from your commandments. Your word I have treasured in my heart that I may not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I have told of all the ordinances of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and regard your ways. I shall delight in your statutes. I shall not forget your word. And then I think most of us remember uh, that famous statement from verse 105 of this psalm where the psalmist there says that your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. As the psalmist is directing, especially this section, verses 9 through 16, again to those who are young and age, he is encouraging and instructing those who are young to seek God. And seeking God, really, I think he is telling us here, is what life is all about. Seeking God is, is how you, even as a young person, can make sure that you are going in the right direction, that you are walking in the right path, even at this early stage in your life. How do we seek God? Where can we find God? We, we may think about God as kind of being distant from us, God being far away, that God is in heaven and we are on earth. But I believe that you can find God certainly in the physical world as you look into the creation that he has made. And in that sense, you can do what the, what the uh, wise man is instructing young people to do in Ecclesiastes 12 and verse 1. You can remember your creator in the days of your youth. You, you can spend time in the woods. You can go out to the lake. You can go hiking. You can go fishing. You can go hunting. You can spend time in, in God's great outdoors. And you can remember it will draw you closer to your creator but you will also, of course, find God in the Word. And in order for us to really know God, in order for us to truly seek God and to have a relationship with Him and to remember Him in the way that we should, we have to find God in the Word that He has spoken to us. I want you to notice as we look here, especially at Psalm 119 verses 9 through 16, just notice the benefits that come to us, the benefits of getting into the Word. And it's not just for the sake of we can memorize Scripture. I know our children in some of their Bible classes here, which this is a good thing to do, uh, their teachers have given them a memory verse. And that certainly is good for our, our young people to memorize Scripture, to familiarize themselves with what God has said to us in the Word. But if that's as far as our learning about God goes, we fall far short, don't we? Because it's more than just memorizing Scripture. It is knowing Scripture. It is getting into the Word of God so that we can know God Himself. And you as a young person, while your mind is sharp, <laughs> while you have a lot of benefits in this part of your life, you really need to devote yourself to getting to know God in the Word. Notice some of the benefits as we come back here to Psalm 119. 
of getting into the Word and getting to know God. He says to us in verse 9, how can a young man keep his way pure? Well, it's by keeping his way, keeping his life, ordering his life according to the Word of God. And so getting to know God through the Word keeps your way, keeps your life pure. It gives you a singleness of mind, if you will. And it can be very easy for all of us, wherever we are on this, this spectrum of life, to get distracted, uh, especially in the world in which we live. It's just so easy for us to be distracted. In fact, you know, Brother Lance mentioned that in his prayer. <laughs> there, there are so many things that can cause us to turn away, not just not to wholesale uh, give up following God, but momentarily here and there to distract us from our pursuit of God and, and seeking Him. But here the wise man is encouraging those of you who are young to have that single focus in your life, that your focus, your life is going to be about God. You can keep your way pure. You can live an undefiled life. And there are so many temptations and distractions and detours for all of us, but especially those who are young that can take our minds off of God. Verse 11, he says, the benefit of getting into the Word and, and getting into the Word for the purpose of knowing and seeking God is that it will keep you from sinning against your Creator. He says, your word I have treasured in my heart that I may not sin against you. As a young person, even verse 105 that we read a few moments ago, it will be as a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. It will give you direction in life. I think so many people in our uh, nation today are, are suffering uh, from just a lack of purpose. <laughs> that they don't really know why they are here. And we who are Christians ought to know why we are here, that we have a reason for living here upon this earth. God has put us here and given us a purpose. And our purpose, we could give a lot of biblical answers to what our purpose is, but our purpose for what we're saying this morning is to seek God, to find God, to serve God, to obey God, to love God. And that certainly is true for young people. Sometimes you struggle. And I remember those days in my own life, trying to figure out what, what I want to do with the rest of my life. <laughs> you know, what, what kind of major do I want to have in college? What, what kind of career do I want to pursue? What, what kind of pictures in my mind do I kind of have, generally speaking, for the direction of my, of my life? And Scripture gives that to us because seeking God and His Word is a lamp. It is a light to us. So young folks, if you will develop the habit of seeking God through his word now while you are young, when you're old, you won't forget him. And it's so important. I mean, I, I, you could probably talk to a number of us who are older in this audience this morning that we can look back on those years and uh, we can probably see some things that we would like to change. <laughs> oh, if I had just devoted myself more to seeking God when I didn't have all the responsibilities of life that I have right now. But you need to, to set that foundation and it will serve you well in years to come. Secondly, and connected to that, remember your creator by developing confidence, a, a deep trust in God, even now while you're young. I want you to go uh, again to the Psalms from Psalm 71. Psalm 71. And, and notice some things that the psalmist has to write here, verses five and six. Uh, the psalmist says, For you are my hope, O Lord God. You are my confidence from my youth. By you I have been sustained from my birth. 
You are he who took me from my mother's womb. My praise is continually of you. And then down at verse 17, he goes on to write, O God, you have taught me from my youth, and I still declare your wondrous deeds. And even when I am old and gray, O God, do not forsake me until I declare your strength to just this generation, your power to all who are to come. I don't know exactly who wrote this psalm. In my Bible, there's not a, an author that is given to this psalm. It could be David. It could be someone else. Uh, but, but it is written, if you read the whole psalm, it is written from the perspective of one who is older in life. He is older in years, and he's looking back. He's looking back to the past. Someone who has passed the days of youth, as we're speaking of in this session this morning. It may be someone who is on the do- doorstep of the days of difficulty or the, the time of trouble in their life as the Ecclesiastes writer writes about. Or it may be someone who's already there. He is experiencing those difficult, dark days of life. But I know that this psalmist had gotten to know God and he had gotten to know God while he was young. In the verses that we just read, again from verse five, he says to God, you are my hope and you are my confidence. You are my trust from my youth. In the days of his youth, whoever, again, this psalmist was, he learned about God. He learned the wonderful works that God had done. Being an Israelite, I assume, he probably was taught that by his parents. He probably heard that as scripture uh, was being read on different occasions. He had learned God's power to work even in his own life to help him through the difficult days of life, to sustain his life when perhaps he felt he couldn't go on. And he had learned and and come to that point of trust and confidence in God, so much so that he said that God, again, was his confidence from youth. That he, here was a man who began to seek God very early in his life. And he knew that God was a God that he could trust. I think one of the strongest temptations of youth, and it can be a temptation of any part of our life, but especially in the days of our youth, one of the strongest temptations is to develop a self-confidence rather than what I would call a God confidence. (laughs) That I, I think that is a product maybe of our American culture. You know, that we are supposed to be people who work hard and pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps and You know, we don't have to rely on anyone else. We don't have to depend on anyone else. We can just have confidence in ourselves. And young people kind of get that message, I think, from our culture today. But here is a man, this psalmist is writing Psalm 71. He doesn't have confidence in himself. He doesn't say, I've had confidence in myself for my youth. No, he says, I've had confidence in God for my youth. And it's very easy when you're young because of all the advantages that we spoke of at the beginning of our lesson this morning that that youth generally brings. It's because generally speaking, you as a young person are strong. You as a young person are healthy. You you as a young person um, are, are energetic and you may be ambitious and you may have goals and plans for your life and all of those things are certainly blessings that God has given to those who are young. You may feel like in this part of your life that you can just accomplish anything on your own. I mean, it's easy for young people and and I remember (laughs) those days to think, you know, my parents really don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Uh, I'll have to find a little poem I've got in my files, but it talks about how, how you view, I think it's about how you view your mother. 
you know, at like five years old and 10 years old and 15 and 25 and 40. And as the years go on and as the responsibilities of life uh, get greater for yourself, that you come to realize my parents really had a lot of wisdom. They really knew what they were talking about. Somewhere between about 21 and, and 30 years old, they got really wise. And you can think that way as a young person that you know everything. You don't need help from anybody else. Least of which is God. But who is it that gave you all of those gifts and blessings of youth? It's your creator, isn't it? And so you as a young person need to be seeking God. You need to develop now at this point in your life a deep and strong confidence in God that God does love you, that God does care for you, that God has not created you and put you here on the, in this world and then just left you alone. But God is going to walk with you if you make the decision to walk with Him. And so, young folks, if you will develop confidence in God now while you're young, Again, I know it's very hard, if almost not impossible as a young person, especially a very young person, uh, to think very long term, <laughs> to see yourself in your life five or 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 years down the road. That's, that's, that's really hard for me to do. But if you will develop that confidence in God now while you're young, when you are old, you will not forget him. You will never reach the point in your life where you say, I have no delight in spiritual things. I have no delight in God. Thirdly and finally, you can remember your creator by seeking God's forgiveness, even as a young person. I want you to go once again uh, to stay here in the Psalms and go to Psalm 25. Psalm 25, this is a Psalm of David. Uh, notice just a few things that he writes here at verses four through seven. He says, make me know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you, I wait all the day. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and your loving kindnesses, for they have been from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your loving kindness, remember me for your goodness sake, O Lord. What do we know about David? How does the Bible describe David in the Old and the New Testaments? It describes him as a man after God's own heart. But David had gotten to know God. And David had gotten to know God in his youth. He had developed, as we just spoke of, that confidence, that trust in Jehovah God from an early age. We're not going to turn back and read this passage, but you might remember in the account uh, back in 1 Samuel chapter 17, where uh, Goliath was coming and taunting the, the armies of Israel and, and just uh, uh, challenging them to send out a man that could fight against him, the, the Philistines' best. And of course, everybody was scared. Even Saul, the king himself, was scared. But David was the one who spoke up. And this is what he said to Saul in 1 Samuel 17 and verse 37. He says, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. David was just a young man, probably a teenager at this point, as best I can tell. But here was this teenager out of all these aged men, out of all these should have been uh, war-tested warriors in the army of Israel, even the king of Israel himself, Saul, here is this teenager who stands up and says, 
It's not really me that's going to go out and fight and defeat this, this giant. It is God. And he says, I have confidence that just as God was with me and delivered me from the lion and the bear, God's going to deliver me and deliver us from the hand of this giant, from the hand of this uncircumcised Philistine. You want to talk about confidence in a young person. Here is confidence in God. David speaking out. However, we know that David's life, even his youth, was not sin-free, was it? In our lives, even the young stage of our life is not going to be sin-free. Just like other seasons of life, the, the days of youth, they have their desires, they have their lusts, they have temptations that are especially strong. These, again, are not temptations or lusts that are just peculiar to youth, but they can be very strong in the days of our youth. Things like pride, as we've already spoke of this morning, you can become very proud, prideful, arrogant as a young person and think, hey, I can do life on my own. I don't need to listen to my parents. I don't need to listen to gospel preachers. I don't need to listen to wise elders. I don't need to listen to God. That it can be a very strong temptation in the days of your youth. Materialism. As a young person, you have gotten, I think, the message from our culture that that's really what life is all about, just the accumulation of stuff. And that's what you need to devote the rest of your days to. Sensuality, things that appeal to our flesh that would be in opposition to God's word. Certainly sexual desires. As we live in a sexualized world where everything it seems and anything is about sex in some way. But that message certainly is promoted. It is spoken directly to our young people. In short, as John wrote in 1 John 2 and verse 15, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life, all of those things are temptations and ways that Satan can get to any of us, regardless of our age. But they are especially or can be especially strong in the days of youth. And so if you have pursued those youthful lusts, as Paul writing to the young preacher, Timothy tells him to flee youthful lust. But if you as a young person are pursuing those youthful lusts, things that you know are not pleasing to God in your life, if you have pursued those things and you have sinned against your creator, what you need to do as a young person is to seek God's forgiveness right now. Don't, don't put that off till some other time. Again, don't say, well, when things get better in my life or when I get stronger as a, as a Christian and I can overcome, I can withstand this temptation. No, don't think that way. Seek God's forgiveness now. Here is David and he is pleading with God in verse seven of this Psalm. Don't remember the sins of my youth. Don't remember the transgressions that I committed against you even in the days of my youth. Just because you're a young person doesn't mean that you get a pass as far as God is concerned. If you have already reached the point in your life where you know that you're responsible for your choices, where you feel accountable to God, you need to seek God's forgiveness when you know that you have sinned against Him. And you do that so that you can be forgiven at that point and you can go on rejoicing in God and building your relationship with Him. But you also do that as we've tried, as I've tried to make the point this morning. You do that now while you're young so that when you are old, you will be confident that God has forgiven you. 
that God has forgiven and forgotten the sins of your youth, you don't have to carry that baggage with you the rest of your life. Get that out in the open now. Well, as I said at the beginning of of this lesson, the days of one's youth are some of the best days of one's life. If, if you remember the Creator, are you doing that as a young person? All of us, wherever we are in life, we need to be constantly in the Word of God We need to be seeking God with all of our heart. All of us need to be remembering our Creator. Well, you've listened very well this morning. And with that, we will close and we will be dismissed to our classes.